<laughs> let's get let's get into it, boy. <laughs> let's talk about shit we have no idea about. I have been uh, coughing within like thirty seconds of every orgasm I've had in the last like couple weeks. It's, it's a good sign. Weird. Yeah. I don't know what it means. You're probably dying. That's a good way to traumatize your your wife is just to drop dead right when you're done <laughs> like in a couple true. weeks. <laughs> I, that would be a that would be really special. Yeah, be careful. She'd never forget you me. should see a cardi- <laughs> oh, yeah, cardiologist. She, would, she most certainly yeah. wouldn't forget you. Have you seen Star Wars? I doubt it. I've seen Okay. Okay. I I've never not, listened to the Beatles. I, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and be berated. We watched remember what dreams may come? Yes. That movie is amazing. Yes, that yeah. movie will destroy you. We watched that for a date night. It was like Christmas Day. Nope. <laughs> and like, oh man. Just bawling together. My wife. I, holding I, each other. My wife. She, I mean, I cried. Courtney loves that. I've movie. never cried, actually. But she cried a lot. <laughs> I've never cried. I just, just slipped that in there. Yeah. Yeah. He's seen Forrest Gump like 48 times. He's always talking about how many times he's seen Forrest Gump. He can recite it by heart. <laughs> um, I don't listen. I don't know if you know this, but Cade's middle name is Forrest, and his parents named him after Forrest Gump. <laughs> Was it you who watched Stalker in fifteen minute increments? Yes. <laughs> so Why? The only way to consume. That's like Why? what the fuck. <laughs> the wrong. How word. many more bummers have you seen? Have you seen like Requiem for a Dream? I okay. I have seen Requiem for a Dream now. Oh no. Um, <laughs> probably eight eight times. <laughs> eight times. He's a he's a CIA asset, by the way. Yeah, I was talking to my wife about that yeah. tonight. Yeah, also wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Ha- happy he, belated fiftieth, Jared. Yikes! Wait, he just turned fifty. He just turned fifty. I rescind that. Yeah, no, that, that oh. I, I I know oh. we, we we are not a Q podcast. This just to clarify, but really if if there is some <laughs> adrenochrome out there, that man is like mainline in that shit. <laughs> Nancy was... Reagan in the sloppiest top. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Uh, I'm gonna get see our slop- last episode. I'm gonna get the sloppiest top in all of Hollywood. It's crazy clown time. Yeah, I, I'll I'll see what I can put together. Definitely yeah, I'm cut sure out, cut out the first like ten seconds. I'm sure there's something there. <laughs> Fuck, ten seconds. Um, okay. where are the cigarettes? No Dune talk. No Dune talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll make a lot of people mad. I'm sure Swooning people have Dune. really strong opinions about Dune. That's true. Um, but anyways, um, hang on.
uh, we are the preeminent video game podcast. Right. <laughs> Discussing matters of, of, of the deep, deep state, state and conspiracy yeah. theories. And Specifically. Yes. <laughs> yes. Preeminent in that regard, in that regard only. Um, as always, I'm CJ. I'm Cade. And I'm Alex. And uh, today we're going to be discussing one of the like most highly acclaimed games ever made. Uh, the one and only Bioshock. Bioshock. <laughs> yeah. um, the classic. The classic, yeah. which uh, was released by 2K, like M- Montreal and another one. Uh, Irrational. No, no, it was uh, 2K Australia and 2K Boston. Yes. Okay. Yeah, fuck, I don't know. Um, and then, yeah, Irrational Games uh, was the developer, I think. Yep. Um, and it came out in 2008, right? Nine, eight or nine. Maybe eight. Like, you might I be think, right. I think it was the same year as, like, Portal and like Halo a big year. 3. It was, it was a big year for games. Yeah. Um, and Bioshock was a big reason for that. Yeah. Um, it's a good time to have an Xbox 360. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which I did not at the time. Um, <laughs> Neither did I, my dude. I did. Dude, I had to beg my dad to get a fucking Xbox with my money. And he's like, no, you already have a PlayStation. I'm like, it's... <laughs> You're just being weird. That is kind of weird. Um, it's like, go outside. I'm like, fuck that shit. We live in Florida. <laughs> There's bugs. It's yeah. hot as shit. It's too hot down here. It's like, what is it right now? Like 75 outside? Yeah, it is. It is December um, 29th. Yeah. December 29th. It's like 85. It is a nice, crisp... Um, let's see, where am I right now? Not saying that. <laughs> my location. There undisclosed location. <laughs> my, my, my undisclosed location. We're, we're sitting at a nice 70 degrees with 93% humidity. <laughs> yeah, I am moist. It's toasty. Yeah, it is. It's really toasty. I, I'm going to need a shower moist. when I get home. I'm, oh, I'm totally going to shower Like I, this. I'm going to feel <laughs> sticky by the time we get yeah. done. And it's not because of the, you know, qual- we're <laughs> because of the gangbang we just had. Yeah. Well, that that's partially the issue, but it's um, like the human centipede, but with dicks. <laughs> oh, God. I thought the human centipede. Oh no, that's with mouths. Yes. Uh, it's, just, it's just a running train, right? Yeah. 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 There's a name for it. You don't have to. It's like stack. I, I just want to be graphic. You don't have to for reinvent the, for the wheel, listeners. brother. Um. Anyways, run a train, feel the pain, baby. <laughs> um, dry, dry or die. Uh, it took me a second to realize what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just killed Cade. Um. Anyways, so yeah, um, Bioshock is uh, widely considered to be one of the greatest games of all time. Uh, a a rigorous uh, engagement with. Ayn Rand's objectivist political philosophy and more broadly speaking, mm-hmm. you know, laissez-faire, free market capitalism or, or libertarianism. Free market to the extreme. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, as, as always, we'll walk through um, the plot and we will then kind of dive into uh, whatever we end up talking about. Um, first, though, I did want to say, we should have been saying this in every episode, but... Uh, please tell your friends about the podcast if you like it. Um, you know, yep. we're trying to retire off of this, so <laughs> <laughs> we need a little bit Long of support way to go, here. Folks. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
for just 14 cents a day. <laughs> Less than a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, uh, if you do like it, um, please feel free to uh, go on um, Apple Podcasts, leave us a, a review. A review, yeah. Really would appreciate Apparently that. Apparently that's important. Yeah. Um, if To the algorithm or something. Yeah. Um, if you didn't like it, um, forget anything I just said in the last 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Fill your pockets with rocks and walk into the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean that. Um. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay, start over. Start over. Uh, Fuck me. um, Yeah, you know, I I was bitching about how fucking awful editing Far Cry was. This is going to be way worse. I, I, I resign my post as producer <laughs> of this podcast. Cade, you're up. Great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have fun with audacity, motherfucker. So, game starts in the year of our Lord, 1960. Protagonist, Jack the Mute. <laughs> <laughs> We're leaving that. He, he is mute. That's not he problematic. Talk. He does he not talk. speak. Is on an airplane. That crashes in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. So it was a uh, Boeing 737 Max. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, he is the only survivor. He swims to a lighthouse. Upon entering the lighthouse, there is a submersible vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Called a bathysphere. Okay. Into which you go. <laughs> Why are you phrasing it like that? This is really interesting so far. Yeah, go on. Uh, I'm on the edge of my I'm seat. having such a hard time. And it takes you to Rapture. It takes you to Rapture, which is a an underwater city. Th- a think utopia. It, think Atlantis, but, yes, but uh, art, not real. Art Deco and Rusty. Yeah, and it's underwater. And it was started by a name, man named Andrew Ryan, who is a very thinly veiled stand-in for Anne Rand. Andrew, Ryan, Anne Rand. Get it? I don't hey. know if you guys caught it. No, because um, I'm dense as fuck. <laughs> he, uh, we'll talk about him and his, you know, the history of the city, but anyways, you go down there, and this is, like I said, like a libertarian, free market, laissez-faire, objectivist, sicko utopia. Nightmare world. Night- that's become, right, I mean, to us, it's a nightmare world from day one, but it it has become a real nightmare world. And immediately getting down there, you realize that the citizens have all be- begun abusing um, the... Genetically modifying chemicals, chemicals, drugs called plasmids that make you go insane, but also give you powers, like superpowers, basically. Um, you begin speaking with a guy named Atlas who tells you that... wonder where they got that name from. <laughs> yeah. Um... So he tells you that, you know, he's going to help you escape, but he wants you to help him save his family. So you venture through Rapture and you you meet all these interesting freaks uh, who are all in different ways kind of like emblematic of, you know, contradictions or, or philosophical directions that you could take when talking about uh, objectivism. Uh, eventually... <laughs> What? We're forty three minutes in. Oh on this my god! Shit. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> it's gonna be a long night. Oh yeah. Um, yep. 
so anyways yeah, thankfully for all of you listening right now not viewing not viewing thank listening you. um you won't hear 89.3 percent of that yeah um Um, but anyways, so has also crossed my mind. Go on. Okay. So anyways, yeah, you meet all these interesting freaks who embody the contradictions or, um, like philosophical directions you can take when like looking at objectivism. Um, you're, you're looking for Atlas's family. Um, uh, and in the meantime, uh, Andrew Ryan is, kind of taunting you talking to you um at one point he gets so mad at you that he releases poison gas that's gonna that kills all of the plants that they've grown that produce the oxygen for rapture like he is like i don't know if i stress this enough this is a total dystopia at this point like there's no sane people left everybody's like a, a total nightmare when he's figured monster. out a way to get all the people the crazy people to basically do his bidding by way of the right the chemicals they're using. Oh, also it's worth mentioning that this whole time you are gathering atom, which is the uh, substance that allows you to ingest more plasmids mm-hmm. and power them up. Um, and you get this by killing big daddies, which are these hulking uh, men in it's the things like steampunky scuba steam, diving, scuba diving yeah. gear, right? And they've got crazy weapons and they're fast and they're guarding little sisters who are children that have been forced to be the host for a magic sea slug. Which is the source of the Which is the, the source of the atom. atom yeah. And you are making – every time you have to kill the big daddy before you can get the atom and then you either – you have the power to save the little sister, which gives you less atom, or you can kill the little sister and you get more. Um, and ultimately, is, if you save them, you actually get more in the long Yeah, because but, you get gifts and yeah. stuff. Like, they reward you, which we can talk about, like, the whole choice component in the game because it's, you know, I don't actually think it plays out all that well. Yeah. But anyway, so you're, 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 you're getting your Adam, you're meeting the sickos, and then eventually you, you go to save Atlas's family, and right when you're about to save them, they get blown up by Andrew Ryan. So Atlas is like, you got to kill Andrew Ryan. And you go, you meet another sicko who's an artist, uh, you kill him, and then, I guess you don't have to kill him, actually, but anyways, you get through that, and then you go to Andrew Ryan's office, and he reveals that you are his bastard, illegitimate child who has been mind-controlled to be... For the um, specific purpose of... Of being like a sleeper agent, yeah. mind, uh, and Manchurian candidate type dude. 
your trigger phrase or the, the phrase that, you know, compels you to do the thing that you're being told to do is would you kindly. So the whole time when Atlas has been talking to you, he's been, you know, would you kindly go to Fort Frolic, which is one of the areas, or would you kindly save and my And you family? even took down or, the plane that brought yeah, you to the city. Yeah. Yes. Would you kindly uh, blow, up this plane. blow up this plane or kill the pilot or whatever. Um, and so... You know, the whole th- reveal, which is like one of the most celebrated twists in video game history, where, you know, is that you haven't been doing this of your own volition, but your character has not had the choice. Like, you have been enslaved to Atlas. And Andrew Ryan, in a, a you know, kind of, I guess, martyry final act, says, Would you kindly kill me? Yeah. And, and just to show that you have no free will. Right, exactly. Which is his whole, you know, thing, obviously. Right. Um, and then, so you finally, you beat him to death with a golf club. The little sisters come to save you because, oh yeah, it turns out that Atlas is not anyone named Atlas, but is Andrew Ryan's rival, whose name is Frank Fontaine. He has been using you to try to establish control over Rapture. Then the game kind of gets boring, to be honest. Like, you go meet where the little sisters live, and you meet their Nazi doctor mom. Uh, and Kind of. We'll get into that. Okay. Because um, I thought she was... Yeah. Yeah, we'll she get into that. She always references, like, working with... With, but uh, she was, like, assisting in the experimentation process, but she was also a prisoner, so that was kind of weird, but it, it gives you, like, some, like, paperclip vibes. Yeah, that's... I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. So, so yeah, you scientist. meet you meet, you meet meet the scientist who created the Little Sisters, and... She helps you break free of your mind control. You end up becoming a big daddy. I forget the specific reason why you I have think to, to get out. Oh, yeah, to sneak out or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like a disguise. Then you kill Frank Fontaine, and then depending on if you saved or killed the little sisters, you get one of two endings. Um, and, um, yeah, that's the basic plot summary. So uh, what would you guys think of the game? Uh, it's. I think it's great. It's classic. <laughs> No, I mean... Uh, Classic. <laughs> Classic cruiser. I think that it's a really cool shooter that takes like a lot of good like horror-y elements, like what we talked about last time, uh, but Without gives us, you a lot yeah. more agency and good... Is actually fun. Yeah. I think we played these games in the wrong order because the horror aspect was completely lost after looking at like all the just... Insane, insane shit in gore from Outlast and the jump scares. Like yeah. the I horror mean, aspects are definitely. I would say because of that, that like the content, the, the and the well, the context of uh, Bioshock too. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's like horrific. That's not like, uh, like just like jump scares and stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's a very, it's very doctor, unsettling. What's his name? Steiner. Steinman. Steinman. Yeah. Steinman. Yeah, because there's the doctor who's like gone too far and like be- becomes like that with... he's like trying to become an artist with the human body yeah which is like basically gutting people and like doing crazy plastic surgery experiments right. and mm-hmm. turning them to monsters yeah um and then the artist who's like killing people and using them as sculptures yeah. and like you have to kill his his protégés at one point and take their photograph and install it on this art <laughs> installation this art installation that is like dead people covered in wax and posed yeah it's very reminiscent what is that old um like horror comedy uh, it's a black and white movie i'm trying to remember what it's called but it's like very similar in that movie it's the guy 
creates Scott. He kills stuff and then creates sculptures out of them. It's House of a Thousand Corpses. No, <laughs> uh, I'll have to look it up. But if you know, you know. I guess. Yeah, I'll look it up. But anyways, that's what his sculptures are like. Um, oh, a bucket of blood. That's what it's called. Mm. But anyways, so. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, I think it's like a. I'm trying to think of like stuff that hasn't already been said about it because it's like such a well renowned game. But no, it's it's a great game. Yeah, people have talked to, like, yeah, it. Yeah, talked it to death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think we have an interesting angle. Yes, oh, I did some research. I was actually not a fan of this game. Oh, okay. There we go. Hot, hot, take. hot takes. <laughs> yeah, why? Well, From the man that didn't like the Beatles, I am uh, not not the biggest fan. I don't know. It was um, it was open world enough to make it kind of convoluted at times when trying to accomplish objectives but not so open world that it really gave you the the sensor feeling of like freedom i would say that it's incurred the only way to really find pieces of the story is to explore outside of the The, like exact objective because really the story is told just over like really well done audio logs audio that logs, you find right. around and you don't i mean you have to piece the story together as you go which oh, yeah, if i'm not sure. mistaken this kind of this game kind of popularized that i mean yeah. system shock i think did it too or system shock 2 i mean did it which is the same people who yeah made ken this. levine worked yeah. on that as well um but i think that this was like cause i mean now every fucking game has that like when i think it kind of like paved uh, the way for whatever like the arcane like the 100%. immersive sim thing right yeah so like you can kind of like it's like Dude, there's it's like not it's like light a RPG. It's a small enough world, but you can have enough room to explore, and you can kind of do things your own way. Right. They give you the tools to do things your own right. way, kind of. Um, I I think to quote you from a previous yeah, episode, um, there's not that many games. I guess I, I yeah. like playing. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I will. I think that playing it for a podcast especially in your case where like yeah. you're trying really hard to like just turn do it, it as quickly as humanly right. possible like it's that's not the ideal way to play it because a lot of the worlds that you're in are like very they're not open world but there's a lot of like stuff to see and do that's not on the ma- like you can you could beat the game in like probably six hours but yeah if you wanted to play it right it would probably take you closer to 10 or 12 mm-hmm. Um, like not I, to get too into like review territory because I don't really think we should do that shit. Yeah, yeah, no, and I, I don't know. It's just there's there's just something about it that just didn't kind of. Well, I think at me. this point too, both oh. that one and Infinite Field, I mean, it's pretty dated. That's what it was. It was the um, it is such a labyrinth of a map. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, it's very convoluted. It's not really this kind of, and I'm not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing but it is definitely something that turns me off as when you also like have to like i enjoy the stupid little like hacking puzzles but oh yeah but i can absolutely see like yeah if you don't like that then like that's a big chunk of the game it's like and i mean they do get old after a while and i don't know like i think like i guess this is probably too far into like review territory but just like i feel like every uh, most video games to some extent like i think it's like amazing to the point of like the big twist and yeah. then it's like kind of after that it's like well you're gonna have to play i didn't play that part this time but you play like two or three more hours and it's like yeah just, it's a slog yeah well and like that's the thing that's like because you're not really working for 
I feel like at that point you're like right. everything's I mean, revealed. Well, well and the the thing and like I don't think that that's like review territory because like the whole point of the first like two thirds of the game is like you're doing these things and you know you are presumably like if you've never heard of the twist or if you're playing it in 2008 or whatever you're like this is a first person shooter you know I'm following these objectives because you know that's that's how the narrative goes yeah. or whatever. And then all of a sudden there's this twist that like forces the player to consider like, you know, the, the idea, like the will that they're exerting within the system, like the, the, the digital system that is the game. Right. Like, right. you know, not the character, you, you, just like in any other shoot, like shooter like that, or a ton of games, you don't really actually have any free will. Right. Right. You're, you are, a slave to the objectives and this game really like foregrounds For, yeah. it with the twist right it, yeah but then that happens and you still play another third of the game where you're doing the same thing right. and there's exactly. it's not really like like providing that critical commentary like it already has well yeah and then it just feels like well like, now i'm well, just why playing the fuck yeah. am i doing yeah. this yeah. right um yeah i mean and I, I also think too that like you know as we've said that, you know, the game is very much like about Ayn Rand and like about, if it's about anything, it's about objectivist philosophy, right? which kind of just falls off once, you know, the Ayn Rand character is murdered. Like, you know, there's, they've gone through everything and then you're just kind of going through the motions of wrapping up a narrative where mm -hmm. it's just not really so, very so fulfilling. My, my question is like, I wasn't able to get through the entire thing. So I, I got to the point where the, the twist, obviously, yeah, that yeah. like, um, what, what differentiates Fontaine's ideology from that of, um, Andrew. Well, Fontaine is like basically taking, takes advantage of like the whole system of rapture, the whole thing. Like it, I, I don't even, I was like watching and reading analysis and stuff and I didn't even get this when I was playing, but like, and I'm sure it is in the audio logs. I just wasn't paying enough attention, but like Fontaine comes in, he, he basically starts illegally importing stuff into the city. That's against the like philosophy Bibles. of the city, specifically Bibles and religion, Yeah, which basically gives him the, and he starts opening up like poor homes because that's also yeah. not supposed to be a thing because you're supposed to be able to bring, you know, do whatever you want and bring yourself out of any situation. Right. He like foments a revolution. Yeah. Right. But I don't think, but, I, but like, I don't what think is, what is his, his revolutionary objective? That's and, he just wants to take over. He the wants city. to take over. I don't think there's a distinction between, so it's a distinction I mean, I don't, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't like show him as the same, like die hard, libertarian capitalist that you know andrew ryan is but he's not he's not against that he just wants to be the one behind the wheel you know what i mean gotcha okay. um which again makes him a much less compelling villain because andrew ryan is like very flawed and i completely disagree with everything he believes in but like he does like believe in something and like see it through to its logical conclusion Whereas Frank Fontaine is like just like your he's standard, just like an like, arch gangster. Yeah, bad he's guy. just a mobster. Yeah. He's just yeah. like, ah, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. she here exactly. You know, like yeah. very, very. Kind I was of like, I always wondered. I looked it up this time. I was like, wow, he does a great 
Irish accent the entire time than he does, but it, he, it turns out the guy's an Irish guy. So when he's doing the mobster thing, he's actually doing an accent then. But anyways, it doesn't matter. But gotcha. Um. But yeah. So and yeah, it kind of. I don't. Yeah, because by the end, like Fontaine, basically he gets in like a thing that gives him superpowers. He turns into a thing that looks like the at the Atlas shrugged cover, like the yeah 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 bald looks like Atlas. Yeah yeah. Like, Yes, admit, yeah. yes. Um, but yeah, it's not... It's much less interesting at that point because he's just trying to kill you because you 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 got out of the mind control. Right. Well, and like, let's, like, let's talk about Andrew Ryan because like he is crucial to this game, right? So, um, I mean, I maybe we should first just brief on what objectivism is because we've been talking about it, but... Um, Basically, I mean, it's Ayn Rand's philosophy. It's uh, completely unfettered access to a, com- a fully open and free market. So there's no regulation. There's no – nothing is supposed to be even discouraged, right? Like it's a, – a, you know, the if you, if you want to make a product, you can make it. If you want to sell it, you can sell it at whatever price you want. And I bet you can get flavored jewel pods there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mango jewel pods are still going on, but um, they are alive and well in Rapture. But um, they probably have healthy cigarettes. That's one thing that maybe we don't have, and it kills me. Literally, it's killing. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but um, you know, a total, totally untouched free market. Um, and I mean, Andrew Ryan, his life is. And like has some shades of Ayn Rand's life. Like he was born in uh, pre-revolution Russia, and uh, he lives through the revolution. And then the the Bolsheviks like take his dad's farm or kill his dad. Like there's some kind of issue with his so father. So this is very analogous to like the Ayn Rand story. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So then he, so then he and his family flee to America. Um. He becomes a capitalist. Um, at one point, he talks about how he owned, he purchased uh, uh, like a bunch of forest, and the government wanted to uh, turn, turn it into a national park, park so he burned park. it to the ground. Yeah, so he burned it to the ground because he didn't want the quote unquote parasites. Reminds to Reminds me able. of a friend of ours of something he's once said. Yeah, right. Um, uh, Castle Doctor. Yeah, the, yeah. That one. Um, uh, can you bear me, please? I can. <laughs> Anyways, so um, parasite. <laughs> so he he eventually in 1946, like I said, he goes down to um, decides to build a city underwater. So he gets the best scientists and artists and uh, thinkers and brings them down there. They build the city and they kind of conduct this experiment for you know the 14 years leading up to the the, the events of the game. And I think it's really interesting the way that his his life and his actions in Rapture really play out one of the, I think, core contradictions uh, or, or like problems, maybe. It's not quite a contradiction, but issues you run into with this objectivist shit, which is where eventually in order to maintain your position, right? Like, because... And this is, you know, never the case, but he believes that he achieved everything he achieved through his own force of will, right? Like, 
he worked hard. He had the right ideas. He made the right investments, which then provided him with the capital to invest in blah, blah, blah. And then eventually start Rapture. Bootstrapping it, baby. Exactly right. Yeah. But the fucking thing is, is that he, in order to maintain his position in Rapture, he has to impose authoritarian... Well, he li- and he literally starts taking control of people, taking people's yeah, free will away. Exactly, which right. is like an exact <laughs> right. And I mean, like you know, he 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 doesn't believe in religion, but you know, an object. I mean, objectivism is like rigorously anti-censorship. You know, like it's the the you know the open market of what is it? Market of ideas. Marketplace of ideas. Marketplace of ideas. Right. And don't forget. And it, yet, baby. as soon as Bibles start showing up, I mean, he literally is like crucifying people. Like you find a person who's crucified for having become like a Christian, mm-hmm. right? The game does a really good job of of teasing out that in order to maintain this system, like you can't, you get to a point where it just can't hold itself together. Yeah, like, literally, implode. It it fell in on itself. Right, because yeah. because at some point somebody has to say, okay, I'm going to seize and maintain power in a way that's going to infringe on the rights of other people right right mm-hmm. i mean i think that there's a, a pretty compelling argument to be made that like i mentioned earlier he, he has you kill him yeah and i think that I'd, I'd i think it'd be interesting at least i don't quite know if the game makes this assertion but if he was like paying a penance for betraying his ideals in having and he says the, something like you're my greatest disappointment <laughs> right right and but like disappointment in himself because, right exactly yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what i right. mean and i mean because you literally came from him <laughs> yeah exactly and it's um, like a personification of everything that went wrong <laughs> yeah, yeah right mm-hmm. and i mean there's uh, you know obviously like he has created an a whole army of these people that are you know i don't it does, i don't think it explicitly says that they're mind controlled but but they're they're zoinked out on fucking yeah, plasmids. Exactly right. Like they're they're not coherent. Well, there's the whole there's an they there's the whole audio log about how because they're doing the experiments that lead to I'm assuming Jack's creation with the mind control stuff. There's but there's an audio log where he's talking to the doctor who there's another doctor. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but anyways. Oh yeah, Su Chong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Su Chong. Yeah, yeah Su He's he's talking to him about how there's like an audio log where he's like literally like uh, doing this thing will basically let us be able to coerce pe- or force people to do things, which is something I adamantly do not believe in. But we're in a time of war because at, at that point he's already uh, going at it with Fontaine. So right. So I don't know if they're literally controlling p- people or what. I mean, he's he's the one sending the splicers after you. But yeah, I don't know if that's right. because he's giving them the drugs or what. But right. but right. it seems like because that guy is the one who created whatever thing that has you under mind control, it is like a literal some form of mind control on the citizens. Yeah, I personally like as we mentioned before, people have spilled a ton of ink talking about this game. It's really influential, like lots of stuff. But one thing that I didn't see many people talking about and kind of the tact that I want to take for like the bulk of this episode is like there's there's a ton of like parapolitical stuff going on, a ton of, you know, like 
go like analogs to real stuff that happened in history with like the CIA and all that shit. And people don't people just ignore it, right? Like because the game is is I mean, in fairness, it is very very clearly about this one you know stupid ass philosophy. Right. But there's a lot of like meaty exploration of the intersections of objectivism with you know the post war like right wing that fought using intelligence agencies to maintain capitalism right in the in the face of the the threat of the soviet union so i kind of wanted to dig into that because i was looking and i did couldn't find anybody talking about that so i think we could start with operation paperclip right the game starts it or the rapture started in 1946 obviously world war ii ends in 1945 and one of the primary characters as we said uh dr tenenbaum is not quite nazi associated yeah <laughs> not, nazi, nazi affiliated nazi and they never say nazi she, they always say germans yeah, but germans. yeah yeah you got it yeah. <laughs> um so just for the listener again, what what's the, cause we may have to oh, cut yeah, that yeah. first bit. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, yeah, so uh, Dr. Tenenbaum is allegedly of, uh, and Ger- she's the German one who's making and, the yeah, little sisters. She's she's the one that's making the little sisters and discovered these magical sea slugs that then, are that oh, create the atom that allows for the plasmids uh, to be, to be created. Yeah. Then also discovered that the best host for them would be children, and so she yeah. forcibly made little girls into right. like. Maybe bioweapon isn't quite the right word, but it's, it's also it's not wrong. Close, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So with, I mean, just just the name in itself, like um, Tenen, uh, So in German, uh, Tannenbaum is Christmas tree. Like, I mean, so it, it's kind of uh, fitting. It's it, it's like a bastardization of the spelling, and it is mm. um, a. I mean, she is bestowing these gifts upon these children, but these gifts themselves are. Curses. Are, are, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And don't yeah. they? The way that they get the children is basically to ta- to uh, advertise for like families who cannot like basically. I don't know if it's afford to have children or have daughters. They basically take they, they're taking yeah. It's, it's the like little a, girls a children's home. Yeah, from right. from the girls. Yeah, yeah, from the families that cannot afford to have children. Yeah, because once again, you're in this completely laissez-faire system where right. there is no social safety net to help out in this situation so right which like and that's one thing that's like interesting about objectivism is that like fucking idiots like you can't there's zero accounting for like most of society kids. yeah, <laughs> you, you, there's, yeah, yeah. You, can't, you can't justify like supporting a child correct mm-hmm. right like there's no outside of like you know, propagating your lineage That's or whatever. That's why most people who believe in this shit are like, you know... Incels. Incels who between the age of like 20 and 45 live with their moms. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um, no, Kate, how do you really feel? <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so she... As I think you said earlier, she was a... She was a Jewish woman. That was in a, in a camp, but was uh, assisting with experimentation... Um, it, it's it they, the way that they portray it, it's willingly and unwillingly that like she was just like helping under duress. Yeah, <laughs> kind of where like she had this like scientific mind, so she was se. useful for the yeah. So so that 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 could it seems like it may have alleviated her suffering 
and therefore she participated in that. Right, like but, she she was granted privileges or yeah, something. Which I yeah. guess I'm assuming is I mean they're just I feel like that's her backstory so that she can appear as like not a yeah, totally not, bad character. Yeah, right. yeah. They're, they're trying to provide some kind of depth for yeah, the character. Right. But still, I mean, you have... It's a power that is corrupting uh, through interaction with said power. Like, right, it, it's right. It's not... Yeah, you're, you're not going to leave that situation and then just be a normal person. Be a normal person, person. right. Yeah. Um, which, you know, is. It, I think it's interesting that Andrew Ryan seeks or sought her out, you know, after the war because you know famously with operation paperclip the the u.s intelligence services identified nazi collaborators and nazis who were the best and brightest of their generation basically and helped them escape facing justice in the nuremberg trials and smuggled them to the u.s or into nato or whatever Mm -hmm. at which point they assumed positions of power and then continued their research like nasa is a great example um werner von braun right yeah what what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) how do you say that in german uh yeah just werner von braun no i mean what do you what do you mean how do you say what do you mean in german oh oh god you're calling calling me out here i thought you'd know no i i I should hold on uh was meinst du was meinen Sie? Please correct know. us. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 all, all handful of listeners in Germany, please just crucify me over that. I'm sorry. You know, right. I, I made it through German three in college. I <laughs> I am not fluent. Um, I personally think that you know the U.S. deep state was full of Nazis, and that's why they wanted to help their Nazi buddies out. You know, like, but even if you want to take like a, a less air quotes here extreme view right like the 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 angle that the u.s took was a very libertarian angle it was like yeah. look these people like don't really care about what they did they're good at what they do right and, yeah. and we, we are and, we can and, use them and what right? are they but vehement anti-communists right, right. and exactly. that that was the through line that was the justification they that was the, just as much as we do exactly yeah, it was right. oh well these these are quote-unquote bad people but you know what? We'd rather have them working on our side. And what do they hate more than anything else but communists? Right. Yeah. And which yeah. you know you want that if you're the U.S. during the Cold War. Exactly. You want any leg up on your opponent. Right. Which I did think at one point, like I was like, it's kind of funny that Andrew Ryan went through the efforts that he did to create Rapture when he could have just waited a year and joined the CIA and had yeah. like the same, like, you know, the same privileges yeah. and the, you know, dude, this man would have loved South America. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, Pinochet, anyone? A, a thanks um, Chicago. But, uh, but yeah, so you've got that. You've got, um, fucking medical experiments on children. With- one, one, once again, Chile, anybody? <laughs> yeah, with with you know big time shades of MK Ultra as a continuation of Nazi experiments in mm-hmm. concentration camps, mm-hmm. um, you know, which again, Andrew Ryan, dude, you you could have just waited. You didn't have to go through all the trouble because this shit was gonna happen anyways. But could he have waited? Because I mean, that's that's a, another reoccurring theme is that he's constantly concerned about. Uh, yeah, he, C- he, thinks, he thinks you. He thinks you might be a CIA or a communist or, or a KGB. Multi- yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, 
and that's kind of the reason that oh well why do you have a city underwater well it's to uh keep you know prying eyes from like what what is happening um because that could be a potential challenge to uh yeah it's a fear of the power being taken away yeah western capitalist hegemony Right, but I'm. I'm. My point is that if he had like read the room a little better, oh yeah, and, like, no. yeah, you for know, sure, yeah, he could have been like, y- you know, I'm just gonna give I it and use this to my, yeah. give it a little time, same and ends. he would have had like institutional support for this yeah. exact same shit that he wanted to yeah. end up, that he ended up doing. Um, and but yeah, he does accuse you multiple times of being CIA, um, which I mean, if we're being honest, like, if we're taking a like a trying to be realistic here the cia probably had people in rapture in this hypothetical yes in the game. hundred fucking yeah. percent probably fbi too and nypd he, yeah yeah and mi6 and kgb were probably there too i mean it's because probably a fucking hotbed for quick thing intelligence um who's to say fontaine wasn't like some sort of yeah he's working in the crime. first place yeah 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 just one thing before we depart though uh why the fuck does the nypd have like an international <laughs> counterterrorism unit like that is like equivalent to some some countries like militaries and intelligence apparatuses do i need to remind you about 9-11 yeah I it's know. the worst thing different we, show alex the worst thing that we ever <laughs> did to ourselves yeah god <laughs> um why do i keep punching myself <laughs> um but but yeah so he he accuses you of being cia a bunch but importantly though like you know as i've kind of tried to tease out i guess like the the objectivist shit leads to the exact same things that in real life the U.S. intelligence apparatus did at, during the same time period, right? So, well, I mean, keep in mind that American labor wasn't completely neutered until what the late sixties. I, I thought it was a little later than that. Mm, I mean, I I don't know. I'm not a labor yeah. historian though. This this is still within a time frame where, like, it, it doesn't look like maybe America, especially just directly after the post-war years, that it is completely out of the woods. I mean, you right. just had four terms of FDR. Right. And there is definitely a taste for that type of political ideology right, within right. the country. So, yeah. yeah, even though you have these, you know, the Dulles brothers and these fucking right-wing sickos Bill in this country. Yeah. yeah. That... There's still like a at this point in time a glimmer of hope of oh maybe American can change, newsflash can't but right he, you wouldn't know that necessarily in 1960 let alone 1946. True. What do people do here? Like what do they do for work? Well, that's uh, and, and just, like how just did plasmids? They just get, <laughs> well yeah, yeah. They just get high all the time. Well that's I mean I would assume it's mostly wealthy people who got there in the first place because right. that's who's pulling. But how do people wind up like impoverished and stuff because of the I, I don't know. Go on any SpaceX form. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to go to Mars, Elon. No, but I mean, like, <laughs> like, like they, they, they talk about that at one point. At one point in an audio log, uh, Frank Fontaine says something to the effect of, like, the thing that Andrew Ryan didn't understand is that someone's always got to clean the shit. Yeah. Right? Um, which... True words. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, you have the utopian ideal... But at the end of the day, you need service employees. Well, right, yeah. What? Right. If, what are just a bunch of like random wealthy people and artists and like, you know, high society type folks? Yeah, who who's there to do any of the actual stuff that needs to be done? Right. But I guess that's the you know, the issue with all. 
idea. Yeah, right. I mean, then that's, I, I, I think yeah. Dubai has some answers for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> slave labor, baby. Yep. Yeah, we got off track. Oh god, I wanted to get shocker. <laughs> the game is almost as interesting in terms of staging, not just objectivism, but if you are at all conscious of you know American history, how important the drive towards maintaining the free and open market is to the intelligence state, right? Like, cause I think people sometimes, I mean, it's easy to characterize like the CIA or, or the NSA or whatever. is just like evil, which they are, but like they're doing it to maintain the same hegemony that Andrew Ryan seeks to establish and then ultimately maintain throughout the course of his time as like the president or King or whatever. I mean, he wouldn't call himself King, but the leader of rapture, right? chairman <laughs> yeah gotta um, stick with that business theme i also want like wanted to talk about the the utopian element of the game right because because there was a big push right yasha levine wrote a pretty good book called S- surveillance valley that's about the history of intelligence agencies working with early technology companies and then more recently like the big huge behemoths like google and facebook and whatever too love you Um, guys (laughs) please don't take our podcast down um yeah to uh use the technology being established by these companies to better surveil and torment you know different populations i mean you've got darpa research in like fucking korea and vietnam and i mean the internet itself was a darpa project exactly right yeah. yeah um we're all constantly psyoping ourselves but every time we look at our phone um don't remind me <laughs> but you're giving me less reasons to get out of bed every day <laughs> what's this podcast for if not <laughs> yeah i'm fair but y- yeah i mean there's the there's the whole you know there there really was though at by the time you get to 1960 there was there were like these weird like semi-hippie libert i mean a lot of the hippies were libertarians but semi-hippie pseudo libertarian libertarian <laughs> oh god that that's a whole genre i'm sure oh yeah um <laughs> it's a whole different podcast <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to think of how to like uh the fountainhead is, is that, could that, be? Uh, that works the sor- that, that works. source of libertarianism yeah yep <laughs> um brought you by nancy reagan oh <laughs> Zing. Um, but uh, there really were these, Just you know, no. techno, culty, hippie, utopian communities popping up in California and then in the Pacific Northwest where they ultimately wanted to play out the rapture fantasy, right? And a lot of them had were founded by people with ties to intelligence or were infiltrated by uh, intelligence uh you know uh assets or whatever um but i mean there's a long proud history of intelligence shit working with technology and working with people who are just like andrew ryan to explore the possibility of can we achieve this utopia and i mean so far thankfully the answer has been no yeah well, but are they trying to achieve that utopia or are they trying to achieve 
maximization of profits. Well, I think that they don't see it. Di- I think they don't see there being a difference between those two things. Hmm. You know, like the, the, in their in utopia, a, in a capi- they are capitalist utopia. Their, yeah, they are maximizing well, right. their profits. Not, not even capitalist, like laissez-faire. Well, yeah. like right. But yeah, I mean, and then you know, like there's it leads to all this like fucking weird shit, like. I mean, in the game, like, the, the splicers, that's what the people who are addicted to plasmids and who are deranged are called. They talk about how, like, they can, like, they've, some of them have, like, changed their gender, changed their race. Like, there's, like, a big transhumanist component to all this shit. But anyways, I've been rambling. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Oh, Somebody God. else take over for a minute. This game just asks a lot of questions about, like, what the fuck? fuck kind of hellscape are you going to end up with when you say yeah this is a great idea let's just play it out to its logical conclusion right and which is a nightmare it, it's yeah. a it's a total fucking nightmare it sucks yeah it, it's it, i mean it's everything in this game has been boiled down into a transaction i think that's something interesting we could yeah discuss totally, like yeah. the it, the entire uh play space is littered with different types of machines and or like vending machines yeah and um vending stations per se right. where you can buy plasmids you can upgrade your plasmids you can you can buy, buy you, everything but right um it all costs something and it all everything every interaction is completely transactional within the society i mean i played it on easy mode just to get through it but uh, don't give me any. Give no, me any. I'm just surprised. I just what did you play no, it on? Just the normal. I don't know. Medium. Mm. <laughs> Fuck All right, off. Mr. God, Big Dick. CG. All right, whatever. CG fucking laser. <laughs> fucking flex on me. I also played on God easy mode. You squatted 300 pounds today, and I didn't. That's true. So there I you go. I'm very proud of myself. I squat on easy mode all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. But no, I mean, like, even like, if you're playing on a higher difficulty, like. The game, it's hard. Like, it's not an easy game. Yeah. Right? And, like, in order to succeed, you're forced to, like, hunt for money to buy things. That's like, true. You, you can't not participate in the economy of you the game. You have to. Right. But then, at the same time, getting back to what we talked about with Fontaine importing these illicit goods, that within this free society, that there are still things that are off limits. Right. And that there is a limit to this laissez-faire, however you want to... Uh, like spin it because i mean even if you just abstract it away from this game but you say like oh do you think in, in one of these societies that like i uh, uh like communist or socialist literature would be permitted a, permitted available well, yeah would, I mean, would, would you be able to have a, a book club <laughs> right over this shit well, because and, it's, and that's it's the, counter-revolutionary that's like the whole but, irony yeah. of the whole thing is that like with the the whole freedom to do anything there's like a bunch of rules which all the things yeah. you're not allowed to do or right. to say or to believe in yeah, and, and this gets into like um, this embracing of uh, of nihilism, leading it into the authoritarian tendencies, where it's like nothing matters aside from what what you're doing, what you want, what you want. Right. Your your desires are are valid, and there's um, no way to say that they're they're not. And therefore, you break down the state into it just being an organ of capital, and then it dies. And, yeah, and then it dies because there's a no matter how many you know nicely suited uh, Yale grads are going to get up there and say like, oh, I'm going to treat government like a business. A government is not a fucking business. Just they, they're two completely different things. Ultimately, in the game, and I think like a thinking person looking at objectivism would arrive at the same conclusion. Like, in the absence of government, 
a a corporate entity or a business is going to just take the plague, like, which whoever is most successful yeah, right. is going to become... Well, everything's just based on whatever the value is of each thing or each individual. Right, yeah. right. And, and like, I mean, shit, if you're, the, if you're the sole importer, like if you're the company that imports into Rapture, right, you regulate what's imported by buying and bringing to the city whatever... Mm you would decide to bring right like yeah that is a form of regulation it's just not you know top down from a, an elected government or you know a collection of soviets or whatever it's yeah well i mean that's the same yeah. kind of argument that like these fucking dipshits will bring up like oh well i mean how many how many flavors of cornflakes do they have in cuba it's like okay well um they like there are what like four or five major like food companies in this in this yeah. country it's, it gives you the illusion of choice but right. it's it's not a choice it's, it's yeah right. which like, being sold on a brand yeah and i mean i think it's you know really smart that you mentioned the illusion of choice that's because the whole game baby the game we got there right. we got there right <laughs> um you know ultimately like yeah you don't actually have the choices that you think you do mm-hmm. right um, well, and it, yeah, because I mean, it even it takes like I feel like something like Spec Ops the line a step further, where it's like you don't know you're not given the choice until the twist. Whereas like I mean, Spec Ops you at least like see what's happening and you can. I mean, the, I guess the choice is to put down the game, but, <laughs> right? Yeah. But you know what I mean. It's the right choice, but <laughs> fuck covered shooters. <laughs> yeah, it's um, pr- it's pretty. Play it once. That's enough. Yeah. So. Yeah. But if, if you don't mind me just diving a little bit back into, like, this, like, nihilistic perspective. No, go for like, it. So, yeah, you have, you have this embrace of, of capital as a free market as the replacement for the state. And then this economic model essentially becomes, like, the only stability within the system because that, that's the only thing that you can rely on because everybody else is being isolated economically. Um Right. I mean, even getting back into like the little sisters, like the little sisters are, it's it's a children's home because people can't afford or are incapable of raising uh, children within these uh, societal conditions. Right. So you have to place all of this this trust in the economic model, and in doing so, it's it's isolating. It right. Is um, it strips the humanity out of the equation? When, right. When just you become. Just a, a way to um, maximize somebody else's profit. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Literal human capital. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, <laughs> though. I mean, it's it's a bit on the nose, but yeah. And then it then that system ends up devolving into the government in which it is so vehemently against. Right. Exactly. And then I mean, too. You know, you have like the interesting idea where you know one thing that like when you first go to Rapture. Andrew Ryan says some shit about like this city is about I, I'm totally butchering the quote because he talks like a pretentious shithead. But like it's like, you know, science unbound by morals. Right. Art unbound by censorship. And I'm sorry. When has science previously been bound by morals? <laughs> right. Well, and like the th- that's, a, that's a major issue here. And the, the thing that's so funny about that is that like no one's quality of life is at all improved. Like you, like (laughs) when you get these, when you get these fucking plasmids, they don't make you like stronger in the game. They don't make you faster. 
every time you get one, there's like a little advertisement that plays that like you're mm-hmm. presumably seeing like th- this is what they show in in Rapture, right? Mm-hmm. And like the one f- you can throw fire, at, like is one of the plasmids you can shoot fire, and like the ad for it is that like there's like a hot chick, and there's a guy who's got the plasmid and he like snaps his finger and lights her cigarette, lights her cigarette for yeah. it. And it's like you're just making fucking weapons that don't do any yeah. fuck anything like. Well, the whole premise, I think, and the whole thing with the objectivist thing in the first place is that, like, Andrew Ryan is the only, ultimately the only person, I mean, it only works for the person, I feel like, practicing it. He's the only one, it's doomed to fail for everybody except for him because he's the one in the place of power who started. (laughs) And then it's going to fail for him, too, because you need, like, even the most laissez-faire capitalist needs workers, right? And if the workers die... Yeah. Or, you know... Because this is something we should get into. Run away. Adam is like a cancer. Yeah. yeah it, it is continuously, like, it, unless you're ingesting more and more of the substance... Yeah, it makes it, you sick. It makes you... Yeah, and it, it's... It's just, literally like changing your genetic code constantly. Yeah. 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 It, I mean, it's cancer. It's yeah. fucking yeah. cancerous. And, yeah, I mean... Uh. I, I, got, I guess this... Is this game pro-Luddite? <laughs> I honestly think the game's, like kind of liberal oh yeah you know no um, no you can't you can't have a game like this without it having some like very liberal tendencies because then you get into like oh isn't this bad um and now anytime you also do anything that is like you know limiting one's freedom is like oh well that's analogous to well, like what you're doing here and, the, and well, you just, said that that's just, bad just so wait till yeah. we get to bioshock infinite yeah. oh my fucking god because it's like that i haven't ten played that worse. one but i'm going to have an aneurysm so yeah. last episode for for alex being producer because i'm just going to die on the fucking well, bioshock infinite is like that. when ken levine says the quiet part loud <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe maybe bioshock the original one doesn't have that much liberalism like i mean it, it does but it's like not explicit but i'm projecting because well, yeah, because Infinite is literally is like somebody so... tying themselves into a straitjacket. You can't like it, it yeah. doesn't. Yeah. It, and to to non non logic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which reverse racism, reverse racism. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah exactly. It's, it's gonna get fun, folks. Comparing the KKK to anti racist revolutionaries is pretty good stuff. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I I cannot wait for that. <laughs> Is there anything else that we really missed on this one? I mean, nothing like too super noteworthy. There's a a lot of Andrew Ryan's hypocrisy that we could talk about. Like when you first see the bathysphere and you're about to go down to Rapture, there's like that. Are you talking about the the, 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 the murals or the no the statue? That's this huge statue of Andrew Ryan, and he's like it holding says, a no banner gods, that no says, kings, only man. Right, and it's like, well, you look a lot like a king. Right, like yeah. it's an idol of Andrew yeah, exactly. Ryan. Yeah, exactly. Right, Which, right. That's just fucking amazing. Um, yeah. Because it's one thing if somebody puts up something posthumously. like Right, right. But like... A commemorative the, something. Yeah, exactly. Right. The guy is still fucking... Yeah, and like, I mean, it's breathing. just like a cult. I mean, it's not like... It's it's not an it's not an ideology without the person who's leading that ideology in this case. So it's, it's just right. you're worshipping him. Yeah, and you're worshiping the market, right? Right, like yeah. but is, through him, yeah, yeah. Right. But yes, yeah. yeah. Like he per- he personifies it, but correct? You are replacing your faith in whatever communism or God for faith in the the fairness of the open market. 
A few moments later. Yeah, we're gonna have to edit the shit out of this. Like, we're, we're. That's true. Yeah, you yeah. are gonna have a lot of work to do. I, I'm, like I said, Kate, this is your problem now. I'm gonna send this to you in fucking like four, 40 emails <laughs> because there's a limit to what Google will allow me to send you at one point in time. Um, once again, thank you, Google Daddy, uh, for this privilege. Please don't <laughs> fucking delete us. We're all cranks Google anyway. Daddy. Um. Do you remember those GoDaddy advertisements? I do. They're Danica very, Patrick, like, baby. Pornographic. I oh, really, yeah. like, I remember being a kid and being like, I've got to go to GoDaddy.com. <laughs> I do want to see more. You. Yeah, they got 100%. It, wasn't that just like a website building platform? Yeah. Oh, no, not even. No, it's a domain, it, domain hosting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is like, God, if you want to talk about like the fucking bait and switch. Thing, yeah. <laughs> um, it would have like, been really cool, though, if it was like a domain hosting website with porn like yeah, you know what i mean okay like the way that they like set that up it, it, it would be the equivalent of like having those style commercials and then being like check out johnson's funeral homes.com it's <laughs> yeah, like exactly where's the connection here i i did want to touch on uh at one point just interestingly fontaine does suggest that dr tenenbaum is like connected to intelligence um, in one of the, in one of like after you've killed Andrew Ryan and he's like, he becomes the voice in your ear that's like taunting you and shit. He says, uh, "Quote: When you walk through Rapture and World War II without even a scratch on you, you've got more than leprechauns watching oh, over yeah. you." Oh yeah, I remember that. Which t- ties into everything we were yeah. saying earlier. Um, yeah, my hope at this point is that somebody smarter than us kind of takes up the mantle. Because I don't feel like I've articulated 100%. I think there is something there with the link between... The, at the core of the post-war project in America is something really similar to what Andrew Ryan was attempting. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. Like that's, and like, well, and I think that's partially the point, is that it's like a right. crazy, extreme, extremist realization of... Right, but people write the game off as being like almost like fantastical well they do that with all of them but yeah right you know it's not that far of a stretch from what happened yeah that was my big takeaway. well i would be curious too like what just based on like what interviews and stuff i've seen as far as i just feel like ken levine is always just talking on and on about like the uh, like a little bit about Ayn Rand and like a little bit about like the design of the game and stuff and I'd be curious to see like more what went into the process of writing and like yeah. creating the world rather than just like big picture stuff that people like regular people will care about or comprehend. Ooh. Well, I, I'm I'm always like I'm always I I do I mean this is like more general but it, I think it fits what we talk about on the show a lot is like I always wonder like when you have art that dabbles with conspiratorial or like you know kind of like occulted history or whatever Mm -hmm. i want to know the creator's like relationship to that history right that's what what you're saying but like i think that like that i wish we had more of that because there's even like oh what's the director who did mandy and under the black rainbow milo yeah i don't remember but something greek i think yeah um i could think of one that's not yeah no not yeah (laughs) not that guy or whatever Um, but like, you know, he's got these movies that are like crazy pilled on all kinds of really deep occult shit, not necessarily cult, but like evil historical shit. And 
I could not find a single interview, right? Like where he's talking about like, oh yeah, I was drawing inspiration from like these right. declassified documents or whatever. Right. Like, so you wonder like, is this person like, are they just kind of using history as like a canvas? Well, that's what I'm story? saying too. Yeah, is like, right. I, I'm curious because, I mean, it's specifically something like that or something like this that has spawned like such an insane amount of analysis and like interest in. I mean, mostly the philosophy behind it, but whatever. Just, yeah, like, if he's even really, if if half of it's intentional or, like, what, where, yeah, where where it's all being drawn from. But, right. Or if it's just, like, different, you know, there's, like, a list of different stuff that he wants to vaguely reference and you have to incorporate the stuff in. Right. And then we're the ones drawing all the lines between it because you can never, I mean, yeah. how can you tell? Right. Well, and it kind of makes you feel crazy because, like, so much of the the media that, you know, whether it's action movies or thrillers or first-person shooters, like we're talking about in the show, like... Well, and video games are, like, the worst. Yeah, because, like, we talked about... I mean, we didn't release the Splinter Cell episode, but, like, it's like, you know, we're, did you just, like, like, read a Wikipedia page and think right. this would be, like, something com- kind of compelling to slap in there? Or, like... Yeah, and it gets, you... like, weirder and weirder. I mean, same with movies, but, like... I feel like the amount of people working on a project, like what, who all is writing it. Right. And like how much of this person's voice is shining through, but the person who has like the greater vision is not actually aware of like what they're talking about. You know what I mean? So it's, it's hard to, hard to say, especially I feel like when you get into video games and get into bigger studios Yeah, and you know, Right. However many millions of dollars are going into each project. and Although from what I've read, I mean, I think Ken Levine is like kind of like an auteur. Yeah. You know, like I do th- I think, I think that this was, well, especially I, narratively, this was his vision. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, he worked on it for years. And, and I'm sure I, I just haven't, I probably haven't dove, like dove deep enough to, uh, I probably don't know what I'm talking about. Like, maybe he has spoken on a lot more of it than I'm aware of. Um, but I just usually, when I watch stuff that is him that's not, that's, like, easy to find. Right. It's just kind of, you know, bigger picture. Right. Bigger scope stuff, but. Yeah. And just, like, a lot of really base level, like, objective objectivism stuff. Right. Like, I read it and ran, and I thought that would make for an interesting Which is, like, game. yeah. Right. Exactly, yeah. And I think one one major point we need to talk about beforehand. How do you feel about the aesthetics about the, of this game? Like Art Deco, steampunk. Game. Do you mean like, do I personally like Art Deco? Or like, do I think that the game uses the aesthetics to a good effect? I, yeah, either. I, I don't really care about... I'm not a huge Art Deco guy myself. And fair, I think steampunk fair. is for virgins, but... Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I think that it's very, very. This is from f- C- the man who's never cried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think that it's very. I mean, it's super appropriate for. Yeah, it works setting. really well. And that's you know? like I, I was talk- I talking earlier by extension. Like the reason I've played Bioshock Infinite so many times is because, and we'll get to that game. But like next week, yeah. I just love the aesthetic of it and how like like grossly I, I don't know like perfect everything is and this this game's kind of the opposite where everything right. is like so gaudy but also like and so like 
you know, it once was bright and shiny and just like so just in your face, and now it's all just like rusted and down. falling apart. And yeah. it's like, and just the Decrepit, concept of covered in blood. the concept of building an Art Deco city underwater, yeah, is just like the most absurd thing right. in the world. But it matches the setting and like the whole uh, philosophy super well. Yeah, but no, I, lo- I I love how both. I mean, I think they're two of the most like I iconic yeah the, the it's unmistakably like, bioshock or whatever right yeah i mean i think i i think that the it is a phenomenal game largely because it it just feels like a real place like yeah. it you it's feels lived in it's thoughtful about what it includes it's pretty detail oriented it's like um, freaking star wars man <laughs> one of these days we're gonna get you on a star wars rant no, oh, you're boy. not. <laughs> not on the microphone. <laughs> That's for Patreons only. Yeah. <laughs> you could do like solo episodes on the Patreon that are like, <laughs> just, just you just like <laughs> yeah. going off. Can't wait. Yeah. Nobody would pay I could for be that. Hype, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, a little, little Cade ASMR. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I, that is, that'd be so funny because there's, I just cannot, I don't know, it's my sen- sensory issues or something. ASMR is like the, I cannot stand it. It I, freaks me the fuck out. I've never, li- I've never listened to it. And like I'm I'll just see, I'll be even on TikTok, and you're like, I'll run into like people live on TikTok, just like with a microphone making these noises, and I'm just like, I want to like go in the comments and be like, please, because <laughs> it just like makes my skin crawl. And I'm sure I'm not alone, but it's just like, listener, if you if you were here, you'd that'd be see. hilarious for me to do because I would like make myself cringe the entire time doing it. Kate is like twitching with like the stress. <laughs> like he's buzzing right now. Um, Something's wrong with me. But um, no. but no. yeah. Thank you. Um, hey so Thanks we've got Star. we've got Star Wars ASMR coming on our Patreon <laughs> yeah. that we're gonna start someday. Um, All you have to do is pay for it. Yeah, yeah. It's coming soon to. A I'll try anything podcast. once. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, I think that about does it. This was a very disjointed episode. Long. I don't know. I th- I wanted I know, to try to like. It'll be cut down. I feel like it's a hard thing to talk about because it's so it's overdone. Been to death. Yeah. Like I I wanted to try to like not just retread what everyone else has already yeah. said. I think we did some. But and I feel like, whatever. well, we're gonna do infinite next week, and I feel like there's like a lot less. Depth Are we doing infinite to it. next week? Yeah. Next episode, whatever. It'll come out a week Fuck after me. this episode. Yeah. Anyways, let's talk about swimming pools. Before we get to swimming pools, um, do do we want to talk about futurism at all, and and how um, like Italian futurism, potentially Italian futurism, uh, some German futurism. That's um, a spicy futurism. Yeah, but it's twelve forty-five on a Wednesday night. Just so you know, that's where that came from. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're we're gonna skip the futurism. Yeah, futurism then. is yeah, futurism. T- stay tuned. We will. Uh, Ezra Pound is overrated. Um, what else? Science is, is not always the answer. Science, science is, is not fr- always the science answer. is frequently not the answer. Walt Disney was a freak. What's the, what's the um, <laughs> Epstein true. didn't kill himself. Ghislaine will probably kill herself next week. We're what's, gonna see on this one. What's the the? It's always sunny quote. Science. Science is a liar. Sometimes. Science is a liar. So jot that down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Science is a liar sometimes. Um, don't trust rich men that want to p- 
put you in a colony somewhere, mm. i.e., I don't know, we'll, we'll play Fallout eventually. from South Africa. Yeah. That's what that's all about. Yeah. Um, I mean, Fallout is just a bunch of little raptures. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so swimming pool time. Swimming pools. You first, Alex. Um, I'm going to give this uh, mm, one and a half swimming pools. Didn't do anything that was like too objectionable, but at the same time, I didn't like really enjoy you don't think playing that, it. All right, you don't think that experimenting on children is objectionable? I'm glad we have you on the record. Oh, also, we no, didn't no, no, talk no, no, about no, no, it at no, all, no, but no, like, no, no, no. don't. Be- because the, the whole the whole premise behind this is like, oh, look at look at where science led us. Maybe Maybe we shouldn't necessarily... Mm. turn over every fucking stone and that was my reading of it also like, sounds like you are not an objectivist my friend yeah i'm, I'm not an objectivist uh, i'm sorry have to have a talk about yeah we are on the podcast after this you're uh. also forgetting the whole choice thing where you can just like murder like, oh yeah, 16 yeah. Little oh, girls. yeah yeah okay first off did anybody murder no i did not no. i did not never I have could, I never will couldn't yeah. do it i'm sorry like my yeah. the whole my if you've never played sense, the like, game don't do that just look up the first little sister big daddy scene because you will see the little girl you once you get to her back away in fear uh-huh. and if you kill her after that then i don't trust you <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um, i mean this is coming from somebody who has a little girl but uh still fuck that don't kill little girls yeah yeah that, that's the that, one, that's like, a solid takeaway for this episode <laughs> don't I, don't kill small children yeah I, like girls. and that's like one thing that like the game, like... Yeah, that was revolting. I'm sorry, I couldn't fucking yeah, do it. Yeah, like, it's like... It's like you, this is after you kill the big daddy, and she's, like, crying right. over his she's, corpse. She's yeah, like, get up, she, like, get up! Yeah, yeah. No. She's, like, oh, question, do we ever figure fear? out who the fucking big daddies are? Yeah, they talk about it at one point. They're... They... I, th- I don't remember who are they, like, they are exactly, but they're basically, like, a cheap labor source to work so on the city. Kind of yeah. Indentured servants. Yeah, well, they're, like, lobotomized. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but cool. Cool. Oh, and there's a there's an audio log after the Ryan you kill Ryan that's like Chu uh, Chong is that how you say his mm-hmm. name? Yeah. His death Nailed is like it. he's trying to train the big daddies to protect uh, the little sisters, and then he like has been working on it, and he gets like in a little sister's face, and I think he hits her or something, and then he just gets drilled to the wall. Rock it's on. pretty great. Um. Getting drilled by Big Daddy, you know what I mean? <laughs> Every um, week here on the podcast. <laughs> but the the um the thing with the the choice is that like the game could have done a lot with like this giving you this one choice that you come back to over and over again and that has like a you know a, an implication for the end of the narrative and like the gameplay, but like it just no kind of comes their... out as questionable in the end. Yeah, no one in like... their right mind is going to kill a little girl. Like, yeah. it's it's not that hard of a choice. And you still get, all, like, the resources, like, that you're so not... You're supposed to, like... You get more resources if you don't kill them. Yeah, like, there's just there's no do downside you? to it. Yeah, you do. you get gifts. Because every you get, two like, or three, you get, like, 200 atoms. They bring a, a gift to the... But, and other shit. But what yeah. is one dead... Like it's, little sister. It works worth. at... The math works out that you yeah. get more rewards uh, if you don't kill them. I don't know the specifics, but yeah. And it's all a, a game about the Keep, fact that you have no choice the entire time in what you've been doing. I don't know why they give you this arbitrary choice to m- murder little girls the whole time. but Well, I think the idea is like to impose 
a moral component yeah. to the game where, you know, it's it's otherwise very amoral. And know? I don't remember what the bad ending is because I've only either. watched it once, no. but I, I don't remember. It's not like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Well, because you're not connected to the protagonist because yeah. he's mute. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Jack the mute. Jack the mute. <laughs> um, that, his sweater... 10 out of 10. He has like a fisherman sweater on. No, the, oh. your character. He has like the big poofy uh, sleeves the whole time. I'm just, I like a sweater. Shit, man. I I wish I noticed that. Like, yeah. you know. I didn't even know that you could see him. You can't. You can just see the ends of his sweater. I just like, I can tell what his sweater looks You're like. You're judging and I like to look at his it. fit, based, his drip based on seeing like two inches of sleeve. It's like five inches. Oh my God. Two inches, five inches. Who's to say? Alex has had that conversation a lot. Yeah. Um, Depends on ambient air temperature. <laughs> um, that's why he lives in Florida. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Large and in charge in the swamp, baby. So, Alex, how many swimming pools? He, full of he said 1.5. I'm going to say, I'm still saying 1.5. tired. Yeah, we're fucking exhausted. Let's look at what we do for you. We record how many hours now? We're we're on hour two and nine minutes. Oh god! This will thankfully, for your sake, be boiled down to something that is coherent. Like somewhere around forty five minutes to probably forty five minutes to an hour. Um, um, I'm gonna give it two swimming pools full of blood. I, I did. I don't find it that objectionable. It is very violent. There's lots of gore and. I I feel like we're also once again. I, I mentioned this earlier, but I feel like we did this in the wrong order because Outlast is just like. Uh, I don't know, watching a snuff film, and right. this game is, is supposed to be scary, but I was just like... It, you I know, still it, argue this game's scarier. But it it yeah. could have been a fucking, I don't know, like a Teletubby adventure. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't do the same thing. It's not as visceral. Also, everybody's wearing the masks and shit, and I think... Also, oh, Outlast is such an uglier game. Oh, yeah, it's, it really, yeah, it's... it's like, even the gore is, like, uglier. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean... Gr- I personally think this game's very scary. Like I think that it's, it's creepy. It's definitely it's got some creepy tendencies, but I've just like this don't we out out <laughs> outlast there we go. Words are hard sometimes. Um just kind of numbed me. I need I I need some like normal ass games for a while before we do anything that's we should like play too soon because it's basically scary. like the uh Jonestown simulator. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> um I'm gonna give it four. Far Cry. Oh wow. Okay. Five. I think this is the first time we've had like a big disagreement. Okay. Hold on. Why, why do you say four? Specifically because it leads you, if you're doing any research at all, to watching pro object oh, objectionist oh, okay. YouTube oh, on, videos. Back this, up, back this up. Yeah, we're, we're revising. Uh, yeah. I, edit on the fly. This is like a twelve. Yeah. <laughs> My YouTube any, algorithm is so. Dude, fun. anytime I have to fucking listen. <laughs> what was that to one? Some. Uh, the dipshit clear libertarian that you said the other day. Yeah. Oh, so I, I couldn't found, even watch that. I found I, this. I couldn't guy, bring myself to do it. I found this guy who made like a a critique of Bioshock and objectivism, but not from like a liberal or lefty perspective, but from like I don't know if he is Catholic, but like a like a he calls himself like a Western traditionalist. His oh, YouTube that's, channel. That's a fucking. And he says, would you call title. me? Some people would call me far right. <laughs> some people, yeah, he's like, some neo, people, neo, <laughs> neo conservative. Yeah. Some people would call me alt right. Some people would call me a classical liberal. And it's like, yeah, I would just call you a pedophile. All I remember is the first thing in clear is Christendom. And then I turned the video off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He like defines his ideology 
saying that it's clear. It's an acronym. It's, <laughs> oh it's no! Like no, no, no. This guy is a dead-eyed sociopath. Yeah, he like. It's just like I watched most of his forty-five minute video about Bioshock, and I was just like, "You." It's Christendom. Ladies are evil. Uh, like, listen. Like I, <laughs> I've eating pussy is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, hey man, you can send you to hell. Yeah. And uh, Jesus Christ, there it is. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I've I've spent my time in the the uh, Pendulette um, <laughs> fucking libertarian hellhole. I don't know. Is that the guy from Penn, Penn and Teller? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, aren't they magicians? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you mean. That's where his. <laughs> That's yeah, the, you can't take it that say. seriously after that. Yeah, I was like, and, 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 like I'm not gonna spend li- any time. Literally, I was about I was watching fucker. something on fucking like Reason TV. It's like three o'clock in the nope. morning. I'm <laughs> literally drunk, and he, and he's just going off on this fucking tangent about like, oh well, who has the monopoly of force kind of shit, and it's like uh, should, should uh, the non-aggression <laughs> principle. Yeah, it's like oh look look at this fucking game. Like, not that this is like a. Oh, this is the death bro- blow to fucking libertarianism. <laughs> I wish it were. Jesus. Yeah, it should be. It's it's like this. Oh my god, I I don't even fucking know. This is like a connected dots of like if you still believe this shit after like listening to Ayn Rand talk about I don't know Middle Easterners by chance like that you know that uh, that this children, um, poor people, anything. But dude, her fucking rant against like. Middle Easterners and like this this pro Zionistic shit that she was throwing out, fucking revolting. I was like fuming. I, I didn't even make it all the way through fuming. of her. Oh my god. Fuming. Fuming. <laughs> um, I have some good news though. Yeah. The bitch is dead. Bitch is dead. You know what? That's rest, all. That... Rest in piss, baby. Yeah. Uh, say say hi to. Uh, you know what? To, to Ronnie Reagan and uh, to I was, Na- Nancy I was, Blowjob Queen. I was about to say, <laughs> I bet Ayn Rand gave the toothiest head. Oh. <laughs> I did, like, her mouth, her teeth are busted anyways. She, like, uh, <laughs> and, so... and, and she's like, okay, sure. But what are you I've had me? enough! <laughs> what, 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 am, what am I getting out of this whole situation? And then, oh, man. <laughs> Just, I'm trying to imagine Andrew's pussy. Oh, no. Stop. Anyways. Stop. Oh, no. Anyways. Stop. Anyways. Oh. Anyways. I'm oh. not. In, I wasn't. A, <laughs> this part I wasn't a party to this, any this of that. Was too much. <laughs> this was too much. Yeah. We're, um, we're, we're getting too tired. Next week, we're doing Bioshock Infinite. Yes. It will be more coherent and angrier because that game's politics are trash. Yeah. Um. Um, definitely more to do with uh, a lot of a lot of talk about race. We're gonna have ra- to race race stuff. Um, Watch yourself. I'm just kidding. It's gonna get wild. <laughs> it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Bunch Can't of hot takes. Fucking wait <laughs> to to look at this neoliberal pile of shit that I'm gonna have to fucking play. And thank you, thank you, boys, for uh, Alex getting is- this on the docket. I am. I was not happy with this game. I am definitely not going to be happy with fucking Bioshock Infinite. Alex there, is going to bring it. fuck Ale- Bioshock, fuck 2K. Alex is going to bring up like a century-old dust-up between the Italians and the Irish. <laughs> hey, as like hey, the you know better ethnic minority. 
I don't think the Italians even make an appearance in uh, Bioshock Infinite. Whoa. Unfortunately. Whoa. Yeah, they've been all been killed. Yeah, right? probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> Anywho. Um, there goes thank the day you. goes. <laughs> I can say that. Can you? Yeah. I can. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to say your last name? It's nope. Like your, it's your card. <laughs> yeah. See, now you're in a position like, do I do I identify myself and not get canceled for saying a slur, or do I just eat this bullet and just dox myself? D-slur? No, like that you just you don't dox yourself, and then no yeah. one really knows. That's why his last name is Mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucker. Mozzarella. Um. Oh, no. Anyways. Anyways. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I I would ask that you tell your friends about the show, but I don't blame you if you don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> we've, we've taken a full 180. Yeah, yeah. on that. Uh, don't yeah. tell your friends. Don't tell your friends. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't tell your wife. Don't L- tell your husband. L- listen to this in shame. Yeah. Um, um in a, a den of shame. But and, uh, I once again, Ayn Rand's dead. Fuck that bitch. Oh my god, I just. Can't just can't fucking deal. Trash it. pussy. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> nope. nope. No. I'm not nope. a part of this. We're, don't worry, Kate. Not a don't part worry. of this. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye bye. I quit. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>